Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. Uh, my name is Carlos, and with me as always, my co-host, Danny and Juan. Hey, 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 good afternoon. What's going on? How you guys doing? Good. good. How are you? Danny's back in the house. Back. Danny is back in the house. He is not remote today. Yep. Thank you for joining us, blessing us with your presence. What do we got going on this week? We got some cool stuff. Mortal Kombat trailer. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Funny story behind that, too. We're going to get into <laughs> some details on the Mortal Kombat trailer. Mm-hmm. We got some rumor on rumors on Star Wars, one of the TV shows. I was very excited to hear about it. We have some very upsetting Snyder Cut news <laughs> that I will talk <laughs> upsetting, about. Upsetting to who? To everyone okay. on the planet. It's, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on this one. <laughs> everyone that agrees with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also, of course, we're going to have some, uh, WandaVision episode seven breakdowns. Of course, there'll be some spoiler warnings there for you. Cause we will get into details on that. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, again, of course, there's always going to be timestamps. So feel free to Jump around. got the right button this time. Woo. Nice. Hmm. And, uh, but first, before we get into that, uh, we got some Mars Rover stuff. Juan, what you got? Yeah. So we landed on Mars again. Again. I think this is the fifth Rover. Uh, maybe, yeah. I think there's one that this is failed. The Perseverance? Perseverance. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah. So landed on Thursday. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, this one has 23 cameras. Nice. All around it. So it's won't get stuck. Yeah. Won't get lost or anything like that. Do we have any tech specs on the cameras? I'm just curious what they're, what they're, what they're rocking over there. Oh, they're 16 engineering cameras. Okay. And seven science cameras. The hell does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they have like any Sony's up there. Yeah, they just like just like slap a GoPro on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. Yeah. So the the exciting thing about this launch and landing was that they got video of it. Okay. So of it actually landing. Of it landing. Yeah, so okay. we're not gonna get the video yet because it's obviously it's yeah it's not a fast transfer. It's not a gig download. You know? Yeah. I think they said it takes like what did they say it was like eight min- eight or eleven minutes yeah. for the transfer to get back. I was watching it live mm-hmm. on, on, the, on the stream. And it was just cool to see all the people in the in the room yeah. when they hear you know touchdown confirmed and everyone's like yeah because yeah. that's like a big thing seven minutes of terror they call it the call. yeah the seven minutes of terror which and is where everything can go wrong yeah and it's yeah. like it's already chilling on Mars for seven minutes yeah. before we actually even knew that it landed right. safely <laughs> so. so that's kind of kind of funny um, another interesting thing is on it's a it has a helicopter what technically a drone okay so what it's gonna do is fly around the planet and take pictures I guess and stuff like that. Um, one other dope. interesting thing that I found about it was that they're going to take samples mm-hmm. and they're going to put them in these tubes that they're going to just leave on the planet so that eventually when humans get there, okay, they'll get there and send those back to earth tubes. Yeah. Like, like how big are they? Um, probably just like a regular, like test tube. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what they're made of, that they're going to withstand the environment until we get there mm-hmm. eventually. So I, I hmm. found that pretty interesting that, you know. And what are the tubes going to have inside? Like just like samples, samples, samples of, of the soil. From okay, like, I think they're going to dig about fifteen feet deep ah, into okay. the ground. Okay. Well, there we go. Future us. Maybe it'll be us. Maybe we can be the first ones. You yeah. know, who knows? Our children. <laughs> I can already. Children. I can already see the the news headline. You know, podcast guys <laughs> going oh, to Mars. Open up a donut shop yeah. on Mars. <laughs> be good. <laughs> Red glaze. That's dumb. <laughs> Why? No one's putting us on Mars. <laughs> would you go? Yeah, I would go. Would you? Yeah, I think so. Even if it's a one-way trip? Uh, well, you know, I, I, it would depend. Like, yeah. it, they would have. It's not just. I wouldn't just. Like, yeah, sure. Like, if you were married and had kids, would you? Yeah, it would, that would make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I going for? Would make a difference. You know, like, am I going to like be the Earth's savior? Then sure. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like, I don't know. I mean, I would want to come back. I like it here. Kind of for the. <laughs> I mean, for the. Oh, most, it would take the, you six, seven months to get there. It's a nice little vacay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just like, what would you do though? Just that's a long seven months. Because what if something goes wrong when you're floating out there? Yeah. You know, I've seen enough movies to be like, this is probably not Matt Damon did it. No, he did do it. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I would. My initial answer is yes, I would go. Why not? But it depends. Like, can I come back? Yeah. How long do I got to go for? What am I going for? Am I just gonna go just to hang out? Oh, what would happen to your body while you were there too? Right, exactly. Do like, I disintegrate? Dudes, I don't know. Well, not just if you disintegrate. Like, what if your your body chemistry changes? Yeah, you maybe maybe, maybe, maybe I come back super. Nice. In that case, you absolutely. Come back a Martian? Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I come back like Martian Manhunter. Now, I'm a, <laughs> now I can like f- like shape shift and do all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up for powers. I'll do that. 
I'll be your guinea pig for powers. Yeah. <laughs> All day. Invisibility. Mm-hmm. In my t- I want my teleportation. Well, I mean, they're talking about 2030s is when we will probably have the first. So, well, that's that's great because that's something we can see. Yeah. You know, Seven you know, years you, from now. Yeah, I do want to be around. Now. Well, hopefully anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we get taken out by a bus or something. <laughs> but yeah, or hopefully. Icicles. Yeah, or icicles. Yeah, they're dangerous <laughs> out there. They're vicious. Yeah. So, yeah, more to come on, on us going to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> tune in next time start packing yeah tune in next time uh all right so we got this uh this mortal Kombat trailer did you guys see this trailer yes mm-hmm. it's so it, it got me very excited because it looks it looks awesome and i was always you're always scared this stuff's going to be cheesy and it's not going to be good but it doesn't look like that at all mm-hmm. it looks pretty cool uh apparently they're they're painting sub-zero as like the villain in this i don't know if he really is um sometimes he is painted as the bad guy yeah, and, and Scorpion too, but Scorpion is like, Scorpion's got an awesome backstory. I don't know how much they'll go into it because they show him in his human form yeah. in the in the trailer. And then they show him later with like the fire and all that stuff. And that's because Scorpion is like a demon kind yeah. of. He's like, he dies and he gets brought back. Um, and he's after Sub-Zero because he's under the impression that Sub-Zero killed his whole family. The Lin Kuei killed his family, which is not true. His family was killed by uh, Quan Chi, I think, or one of the sorcerers. So he's got a cool backstory. Uh, so I'm, I don't know how much of that they'll put into this, but yeah. it's really cool. It looks really exciting. Yeah, it's a very. It looks like it's going to be very well done. Yeah, it's, just yeah. A, it's a shame that we're, I don't know if we're going to go and see it in the theater. Yeah, I mean we're getting it on HBO Max no matter what. Already yeah. like in a couple months too. What was yeah. it? April something. April something. April seventh. It's like really. It's like pretty soon, which is great because yeah. it's like the first time we get the trailer. It's not all this two years of hype or anything. It's like we're getting it pretty soon. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would like to see that in the trailer. I would think. I mean, the trailer in the theater. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I was excited to see Raiden. Yeah. That was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Raiden looks awesome. Um, the, what they show with Sub-Zero breaking Jax's arms, mm-hmm. which is so funny because Jax gets it, loses his arms in so many different ways. In the video games, uh, in some of the animated movies, it's always something different. Like the last one was the, uh, what was the name of it? But it's that it's the, the animated movie about Scorpion specifically, which you guys should all go watch because Warner Brothers does really good animated stuff. And the last movie about him talks about all of Scorpion's history and how his family was killed mm-hmm. and how he thinks it was Sub-Zero's clan, the Lin Kuei, and it wasn't. And it's just it's just a really good story. But in there, when Mortal Kombat is starting in that movie, uh, Jax gets his arms torn off by Goro. So it's always and then even in the in the in one of the games, he he loses his arms in a different way also than what they show here. So it's kind of funny that mm-hmm. they do different things. Uh, but it's pretty dope. Yeah. The way they he like shoots him in the face, but everything freezes. It just yeah. looked really cool. So um, I think one of the coolest parts is he's fighting when he's fighting Scorpion. He turns a ch- like a chunk of his blood. He freezes it yeah. and then yeah. stabs, stabs him with it. it. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really dope, man. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it. What is it? R rating? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If I, I, they didn't, I don't think they said what it was. That, yeah, I didn't see a rating. But, but the trailer was a red band, which automatically tells yeah. you that it's probably an R-rated movie. They don't typically do red band trailers for anything that's like PG-13. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to be because of all the gore Lions. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cutting people's heads off. And I mean, even at the end, they show Kano holding a heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> which was so great, by the way. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Now, the funny part of this, though, is not the trailer itself. <laughs> is this article that you sent us. <laughs> Let me find this thing. Well, I found it because I was on trolling, or I wasn't trolling, but I was scrolling through the uh, the Twitters. <laughs> so, so this article is from a website called Jezebel.com. And apparently, I don't know, the jury's still out on this, if this is a, a satire website or if it's serious, because it seems like some of their stuff is serious, but it also seems like they lean towards satire, where it's kind of like joke, almost like the onion, mm-hmm. but a little bit more serious, maybe. Yeah. Because even the, their their tagline for the website says a supposedly feminist website. Like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. So apparently, it's a it's a it's a website. It's an online magazine that's geared towards women. So the the headline of this article says, "Who forgot to invite Chun Li to the Mortal Kombat?" <laughs> <laughs> so anyone that knows anything about anything will tell you right away that Chun Li is not part of Mortal Kombat. She's obviously part of Street Fighter. Yes. So, so the, what do you think this is? A, this article was a joke, or they genuinely messed up? Well, I mean, they they posted a an apology or a retract. Well, not a retraction, but like an, an update, update yeah. to it at the very end. Of, at the very bottom of the article, they have a little update. Yeah, so, so I don't. Maybe they posted the update just because it was getting so much press. I don't know. I don't know. And they man. just wanted to clarify, but they didn't say, "Hey, we know we knew what we were talking about. We were just being funny or we were joking around." Yeah, but Which, how many people actually had to read that before it got posted? 
I don't know, so man. All those people didn't know. Well, it, it, it was trending on Twitter because there was a hashtag for it. No, no, I'm saying before it got published. You mean, oh, you mean the, the article itself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, that's the thing, too, right? Good point. A lot of people get, get to see it like before it actually goes online. Right, I mean. So no, either no one caught it or it's a joke on purpose, yeah. which it's funny either way. <laughs> and you, have, you, have a, you have the editors, you have other people that will review yeah. that. Well, the site, I mean, I know, I've heard of the site, but it's not a very popular site that they get quoted or yeah. talked about a lot. Uh-huh. So somebody found the article and was like, what the hell? She's not in oh. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> and like it started trending on Twitter. And, and but some of the stuff in here is just funny because like, so, so one of the here, this is directly from the article where this is what the writer says. But being an astute film critic that I am, I immediately clocked the glaring error in the film. Where in all the realms is Chun-Li? So, like, the fact that, that this person is saying that she's an astute film critic, right? Like, I feel like that's a joke right in itself, Yeah. right? And then in that same little paragraph, uh, what does it say here? It says, sounds like a pretty big plot hole to me that the ultimate street fight is supposed to be won by a ragtag team helmed by Sonya Blade. No offense to the Sonya stands. So, the fact that she puts the word street fight into the article, I feel like it's probably, like... Yes, it's a joke. I know that Chun Li's from Street Fighter. Whatever. Well, the the pilot or the update kind of reads in that similar yeah. way. It too. says Jezebel has discovered the answer to our question about Chun Li's erasure, and it's and it is that Chun Li is not part of Mortal Kombat Megaverse. Wow. They're like, wow. Like we didn't know, you know. So <laughs> I don't know. Man. So I don't know, but people on Twitter were having a ball with it. Oh yeah, because it was all over the place. Um, super awesome. Uh artist boss logic even made a poster that says it has the mortal Kombat with the release date and then it's got this sweet art of chun li behind it it's, it looks really nice and he posted it on his tweet on his instagram saying if you know you know um i don't know who brian altano is but he replied <laughs> to, to the article and he was like he said this is very bad journalism quote unquote chun li is from tekken not mortal Kombat, and he spells combat with a c <laughs> So more, so again, another joke. It's like he's say he's getting it also wrong right. and spelling combat wrong. Uh, he also spells it combat, K O M A B A T, Mortal Combat, Combat. Oh wow! And then someone replies to that. What did, what did this person say? Chun Li is a virtual fighter character. <laughs> so everyone's just having a ball with this, and it's really good. I thought she was on Bloody Roar. <laughs> I thought she was from Streets of Rage. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> So I don't know what's going on with this. I don't know if Jezebel really if, if, good on them if, if it was on purpose because it's funny. And they got a lot of a lot of press. And they got a lot, lot of press on it. Even funnier if they were dead ass serious and they and they just got that wrong. And to your point, if all the people that have to approve this article go online, they're all like, Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Publish it. <laughs> they're all like, What? <laughs> so. Yeah, and then searching for the for the writer of the article, I don't see any yeah, it Twitter was a account or anything like uh, that. Uh, who, 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 what's her name? Shannon Malaro. Yeah, Shannon Malaro. Here we go. Yeah, unbelievable, man. That is so funny. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, good it's, stuff. it's hilarious. Either way, like I said, if it's on purpose or not, if it's on purpose, then I think it's it's clever that you know, yeah, there people would react to that. They kind of would know that people would react to that. Get some clicks onto their website. <laughs> but we should have did. We should have did that. Well, just put Twitter. some faith. Like, where's Chun Li? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? And you guys could just blame it on me because I'm an old boomer. Right. You know. Yeah. You're not that old, relax. So but that uh, was our that was Mortal Kombat was our Yeah, that was our thing. That was our thing. Absolutely, man. But uh yeah, so that, again, just funny. All right. So um Star Wars news makes me excited. Uh Star Wars rumored to cast Aladdin's uh Mina Massad, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, as Ezra Bridger for the Ahsoka series. Oh, okay. I can okay. see that. Which is so cool. So this is the guy that played Aladdin in the remake from twenty nineteen. The live action. The live action Aladdin, which everyone loved him as Aladdin. I think him and, and, the, and the, the girl that played uh, Jasmine, they both did a great job in those characters. The movie itself was just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. But though they were dope for sure. I, and I actually really liked Will Smith as the genie. I don't care what anybody says. You can mm-hmm. fight me on that if you want. Robin <laughs> Williams is my favorite. But. Oh, 100%. It doesn't compare. <laughs> and the good thing is he didn't try to, which, which right. I really liked. He's like, I'm going to do my own thing. It's, you know, respect to, to Robin Williams as genie. But so that was cool. Anyway. Uh, this is interesting on a number of things. Number one, I think he fits the character. He kind of even looks like him. But two, the character of Ezra Bridger in itself is literally space Aladdin. So when they first find him in Rebels, when the, the crew of the ghost find Ezra, he's a kid. 
and they find him stealing from markets because he's just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. He is literally space Aladdin. So it's kind of fitting that they find someone that played Aladdin to play him. So this is like a weird little yeah. cross, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Plus it's also all Disney, which is funny. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all within the same. So it's just kind of like a little bit meta there where you're like, oh yeah, Ezra Bridger, totally a space Aladdin character. And it's just, it's just cool. But anyway, that's, that's the rumor and he's going to be uh, rumored to be in Ahsoka, which is, makes a lot of sense too, because we know that Ahsoka is looking for Admiral Thrawn and Admiral Thrawn has the last time we saw Thrawn was when him and Ezra Bridger were shot out into hyperspace and they have no idea where they are. So she's looking for him clearly, probably to look for Ezra because that was her mission at the end of Rebels. It was like, I'm going to go find this kid. And um, the other uh, Mandalorian gal goes with her too. Um, what the hell's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, 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 Sabine Wren, sorry. Mm -hmm. Sabine. So they all go with her. So I'm assuming, I'm hoping Sabine shows up in this show too, but this is cool news so far. What do you guys think? Yeah. I'm excited. That should be good. I think he looks like him. Yeah, he like, does. Legit. That's why he said that. I'm like, yeah, I can he, see that. What else has he done? <clears throat> Who? Oh, the the guy from Aladdin? Yeah. I'm not sure. He's done something recently, too. If I can spell Aladdin right, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Forgot it's got two Ds in it. Uh, all right, let's see what this, uh, this guy's been. Uh, Mina Mus... I, I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, let's see what else he's been in. So, obviously, Aladdin. He was he was in an episode of, of Jack Ryan, which is the the Amazon show. You watch mm -hmm. that, right, Danny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That show's so great. Season three um, should be coming out, right? Yeah, pretty soon. It looks like he is just done a, some small stuff here. I don't know what this is. Some stuff I've never heard of, to be honest with you. Aside from Jack Ryan, he does a, a TV. He did a TV show called Reprisal, 2019. Uh, Aladdin, obviously, run this town. Master and Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Watch Dogs 2, so he was in the video game voice acting. Uh, yeah, bunch of stuff I've never really heard of. He looks like he's done a lot of TV, a lot of TV series. So I'm good for him. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's general show. hospital. Oh, snap. Oh, <laughs> is, that, is that still on? Of course it is. Jeez. What's that? Let's, let's see how long, <laughs> how long, but is it even, I don't, it's not on broadcast TV. Is it? Or is it on online now? How long has general hospital been on the 57 seasons? <laughs> the show started in 1963 and is still going strong. I don't know about strong. Relax. <laughs> whoever wrote this article, but there you go. It's been, <laughs> it's been on since 1963. Wow. That's bananas. <clears throat> anyway. So cool news. I think that he would play an awesome uh, Ezra Bridger. Um, I'm really excited to see if this is true. Um, just the fact that that confirms that that character will be in the Ahsoka series mm -hmm. is, uh, is pretty exciting. Yeah. And then so. we did, we did get news that um, Ray Parker was going to be back for. Yes. We saw, we saw his Instagram where it showed the, the, the mall prosthetic. Yeah. Like on a table. And then the location said Tatooine yeah. in uh, in his Instagram. You know, you can put your location mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then they show him later too. He, he's like getting his makeup done and all oh, that. Okay. So uh, it looks like he's going to be probably in the Obi-Wan series, yeah. I would imagine, because they cross over. Depending on when the exactly. Obi-Wan series time takes place, I'm assuming it's going to be around the Rebels time as well. And we get them together in that sh in that series. So um, that'd be pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So Good stuff coming, coming absolutely. up from Star Wars. So excited. Um not so good news though. Uh -oh. Snyder cut. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry I broke your heart that day. Listen, man, it's not your fault. I would have heard. I would have saw it either way. It's but I, I liked your reply. What mine? Yes. S T F U. Oh yeah, because I thought you were joking. I'm like, shut up, get out of my face. <laughs> so here's the news. Um, I'll, so I even talked about it last week, which is funny, is because we got the trailer for for Snyder cut. Mm, yep. And why is everything in Letterbox? And then I said that if this movie better not be in Letterbox. Cause I'll be really upset if it is <laughs> and it's in letterbox. The entire movie is going to be in that format, that oh, boxy four, format Four hours for four. So you have to, I have to watch a four hour movie in a square window. <laughs> so what are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's stupid. Those are the thoughts. Uh, there's more to it though. I, I mean, it's this, it's kind of the same thing, right? When you watch movies, your television is not meant for cinema aspect ratio, right? No matter what, that's why you have black bars on the top and the bottom when you're watching a movie because a, a cinema movie is more wide, typically like a 21 by nine aspect ratio, your, your TV is 16 by nine. So that's why you have black bars on the top and the bottom because the T the, the, the scope of the image is wider than what your TV is. So it's not anything new. Uh, whereas this case now it's slightly taller where it'll fill the screen top to bottom, but you'll have black bars on the left and the right, obviously, cause it's, a, mm -hmm. it's more of a square. So from a screen real estate perspective, it's probably the same, maybe even a little bit bigger. But the point is that 
the reason this is in this format is because he shot everything for IMAX, right? So that's why yeah. he's he's releasing it. But maybe no one told him that this isn't gonna. No one's gonna watch this in IMAX. <laughs> You're watching it on my damn couch, <laughs> on a streaming service. So it's like, and I get it. It's like the whole the whole point of this thing is him making his version of this movie, which includes him shooting it in this format. Fine, but come on, man. Like we're not seeing it in that way. We're seeing it here at home, yeah, yeah. on the streaming service. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, I get it. I also think it's still dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. Um, but even if it was filmed in for you can IMAX still fill the screen, I, fill the whole screen. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, there's not that many IMAX screens. Exactly right. In, in general, especially in that format, that that boxy format. Like, there's one theater here in Chicago that can see that. That would be the Navy Pier one. Yeah. There's no any other IMAX that you go to is also a more of a wider screen. Yeah. So even most IMAX screens that you go to wouldn't even look right with that format. It's, it still wouldn't. Yeah. So what you made that movie for what, for 10 theaters in the country that have a, a screen that actual size, which by the way is amazing when you get to see it. We've seen Chris Nolan movies in that format mm-hmm. where it's like big old towering image and it's the entire screen. The screen's like 10 stories tall, literally. I mean, it looks great, but how many, the- not a lot of IMAX theaters even have that type of screen setup. So I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just dumb. It's just flat out dumb. But I'm how, sorry. <laughs> so how's it going to look like? I mean, not everybody has TVs like that on an iPad. Yeah. Or on a laptop or something like that. It would actually probably look better on like an iPad because a, a, a iPad has a more of a boxy uh, okay. aspect ratio to begin with. It's not as wide. Like iPads and MacBooks and things, they're not 16 by 9. They're, they're I think they're 16 by 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means they are slightly taller as well. So which means if watching it on an iPad would actually look better because it would probably fill the screen more versus watching it on a typical TV that's 16 by 9, you know, widescreen or whatever. So I don't know. I think the weird thing, though, like I was saying, it's it's the same screen size because instead of having black bars on top and bottom, you have them on left and right. But it's a psychological thing because you're used to watching stuff in that way. And now it's different. And it seemed I, I saw someone commented on it because this is not just me that's upset about this. <laughs> someone commented about how it's a, it's a claustrophobic feeling because you're looking at it in a way that you're not used to. Yeah. And someone said yeah. that it feels like you're looking through a window and that you want to look through the window to see what's going on on the left and the right. So, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. You don't know what, what action, yeah. especially, especially during action scenes, you don't know what's going on on the left exactly. and the right sides. Yeah. So to play devil's advocate, his reasoning for doing this is because he wants the characters to look taller top to bottom as opposed to left to right. Which also makes sense. Well, that's, mm-hmm. like the, again, that's the Jurassic Park mentality. Exactly right. And I get it. You know, you want it, you want the scope. You want the, your character, like Superman, he's flying upwards. You want that to go top to bottom on your screen. But I mean, just zoom it in. Like you can, you can have both. Yeah. You can just fill up my whole yeah, screen. You know what I mean? Im- it's not impossible. It's not. It's really not impossible. I mean, even just, you look at WandaVision. Every time WandaVision is in the hex world, mm-hmm. it's full screen. Meaning it fills up the entire screen, top to bottom, left to right. Yeah. And then when they're in the real world in WandaVision, it switches to widescreen where you have black bars on the top and the bottom more cinematic. Like you can do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just, oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's fine. I mean, I'm, I'll still watch it, but I don't, I don't think it's dumb. I think it's, it's a silly choice to make for something that is specifically coming out on an online streaming service. Not something, I mean, yes, it's going to be in theaters. They are going to release it in theaters as well, but the majority of people are going to watch this on a, that's, that's that's the whole point. The whole point of this was to bring it on HBO Max. It's a streaming service. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it in the theater. It's just silly. Yeah. There's, a, there's a rumor too that it, he has a black and white version. Yeah. <laughs> God. What is he called? Like Justice is, Justice is Gray or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. And then in the comments, it's like, oh, I'm waiting for the Justice is Silent version. So it's just going to be a, a black <laughs> and white movie. black and white silent movie. <laughs> like this is so I, I just feel like he's being like like a like like an artsy Tim Burton type weirdo. Now he's like, oh, I want to make artsy. Like, shut up, dude! I want to see <laughs> Superman. Like, what are you doing? Like, well, he wants you to see Superman and you know, top to bottom, not just the black and white thing. Doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get the black. Is it black and white, and white or is it like that that kind of no? Dark? It's black and white. It's black and oh, white. Yeah. Oh, wow. like, just no, like so, just like the first trailer, the first teaser trailer that they mm-hmm. released, it was in it was in black and white. It's it's like that. Okay. So yeah, he called. I think it's the Justice is Gray or something like that. Yeah whatever I mean, I mean if you're into it fine i'm not knocking you if you like black and white even like like logan for example if you bought the logan blu-ray it came with logan noir which was mm. the, the movie in black and white i mean but nice. me personally 
if I'm watching stuff about comic book characters, I want to see them in color. There's a mm-hmm. lot of spectacle there and I want to see it in color. So, yeah. but you know, hey, you, to each their own. It's cool if you want to give them an option. I mean, you know, maybe he's being revolutionary. I mean, he was with 300. Yeah, right. And that was cool, right? It fit that. And that was also, we know, with the splash of like red and stuff mm-hmm. in that, which that was cool. But um, yeah, whatever. I'll get <laughs> off it. Oh, you got a few weeks or a week. Is or it next week? Yeah, it's not till March something. March 18th. Yeah. So we still, yeah, that's right. So we still got about a month and I will learn to live with it. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the HBO Max app will just let me zoom in, you know? But then, but then the, you lose the top. Yeah, you lose the top, wouldn't you? You, you lose it anyway. You stretch it. <laughs> yeah, do the stretch. Just stretch it. It looks all out of proportion. <laughs> <laughs> that would not work. <laughs> or if you airplay it from your iPad. The same thing. This would be the same thing. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It would look the same. Probably even worse because then it's airplaying and it's, the quality is degraded. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's no way around it. There's no way. You're just going to deal with it. And maybe most people don't care. I do, though. I think it's silly. But but I guarantee well, when someone if someone watches it, they're going to be like, why does this look different? Yeah, like, they're going to notice it. There's no way you're not going to notice it. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how many complaints are there going to be? Are yeah. people going to complain? We've been watching movies in a certain way forever. And then at home, when it comes to like high def stuff, you know, you, you go back at least what, probably 15, 20 years, people are accustomed to seeing cinematic stuff at home in a very specific way. So if you do something like this, it's totally different and it's four hours long. There's no way in hell that people aren't going to notice it. Unless you still have those four by three TVs. Right. Who's going to be going to roll out your old, you know, your old Zenith? <laughs> hey, you won't have any. Uh... You got that 36 inch Zenith. How am I going to get HBO Max on it, though? <laughs> It doesn't have an HDMI input. <laughs> you got the red and you got the red, the white, and the yellow. Cable. What was that? Yeah. That Audio one video. Cables. What was that one? There's a composite cable, though. Yeah. Yeah, but how are you gonna hook it up for, to, from what device? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, I'm sure there's a converter somewhere. Uh, maybe. What a Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, RadioShack.com. They're they're. I get ads for them all the time. By the way. Do you? RadioShack.com. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe there's a. What was that TV I used to have? Remember that 27 inch TV? It was a it was a big tube TV, but it was a flat screen. And it weighed like I'm not oh. kidding, like 200 damn pounds, dude. It was so heavy. Yeah, it was like a, a something Tron. So I forgot. Trinitron, what. Tron, Sony Trinitron. Yes, yeah. but it wasn't a Sony brand. It was a Akai, A K A I, which was a, just kind of an off brand. But it was a, it was that. It was that type of TV. These things are heavy. Heavy. That thing was so heavy. And it's front heavy, so you can't lift it from the back. Cause you're like, yeah. And it was a 27 inch, but it looked. It was like the best TV I ever seen at the time because it still had like this flat. Yeah. But it was still a two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a, a different type of tech before we went to like plasmas and stuff like that. It was a flat screen, not a flat. It was a flat screen, not the TV. There's just the screen. Because remember, before yeah. the TVs were like the screens were like bubbly, kind mm-hmm. of like a little curve to them. But yeah, whip that bad boy out, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Watch it in 480. Wow. Oh my that god. That downscale is horrible. That 480, some 480 content. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pass on that, man. I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> unbelievable though yeah again I, i'm still gonna watch it i'm just i'll just complain about it no so. but like you said there's gonna be a lot of people confused and pie yeah i wonder I, if I it's think so. gonna trend on twitter like people complain like yeah. why does this look like this mm-hmm. i remember I, I was even telling you was like maybe someone will make a a chrome extension that will take it and just fill the screen for you <laughs> <laughs> you just watch it online that way <laughs> all right well back to things that are not disappointing uh wandavision episode seven breaking the fourth wall Good stuff here. I mean, like every week. Oh, yeah. It's just, but this is this one. This one was pretty great. Uh, if you have not seen this episode, please pause here. Go and watch it. But here is your spoiler warning. Spoiler alert. And feel free to jump ahead. If you have not seen it, you don't want to be spoiled. There are always timestamps in the show notes. Um, but yeah, man, this was a pretty good. So overall, what do you guys think? I'm sure we both, we all well, saw it, right? Yeah. I, I think you talked about a lot who the villain was going to be. Right. But I think the way that they pulled it off was genius. It's so great, man. Like, like there's shows that like you know, you know what's going on. You know who the yeah. villain is, and when they review, you're just like, eh, right. That's it. But the way that they did, yeah, because this is we're gonna we'll get to we'll get to the big reveal at the end here. But the fact that this is something that pretty much everyone kind of knew was coming, and it was still kind of a surprise, yeah, because you still don't, we we never knew for sure, yeah, and then we get it at the end. And it's still like, oh my God, I knew it or whatever. Yeah. And it's, you still have this excitement around it. It wasn't like, a, oh, duh, I saw that coming. Like, no, it was, mm-hmm. it was still exactly. really exciting. So I don't know. What did you think? That was good. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I got some stuff here in my notes where it seems like they're, this show is being made in real time mm-hmm. because 
it seems like every episode is kind of going off of what people are speculating about it. How it's reacting to the Which is crazy point. foresight. Like obviously the show was not made in real time. This thing was recorded way before even episode one aired. Yeah. So the fact that all this stuff is it seems to us like, man, like they're just bringing up stuff we just talked about last week. And it seems it seems like the, it, they would know that the audience is going to say when they see this, they're going to react this way. Yeah. And they just playing off of that over and over. And I don't know, man, I, I don't think they get enough credit for how well this show has been written. It's, it's been, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. It's a very well written show. Um, the pace of it, everything. Yeah. It's yeah. so great. And so. even though we did get a big reveal, there's still, yeah, there's still, there's still left. more, there's yeah. still more to go. Cause it's not like we got it and that was it. Like, right. We're done. And but we still have two episodes left anyway. Yeah. So again, that makes sense too. It's not, it's not done yet. Uh, but man, okay. So it's called breaking the fourth wall. Um, it's definitely uh, based off of Modern Family and The Office, the way it does the, Started, yeah. the intro. Number one, the intro. It's definitely Office, and then it ends with the with the Modern Family logo, with the all white with the red. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the documentary style thing where they're talking to the camera, just like in The Office, just like in um, Modern Families. Well, I thought that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means we're kind of almost in modern times. Yeah. Because Modern Family came out in 2009. I don't know when The Office, the American version of The Office came out. About the same time. Was it around? Mid-2010s. Mid-2010s. So we're currently in the 2000s here. So I'm assuming next week we'll be in the 2010s. What do you, I, I want to speculate on what the show what the show will be based on for next episode. Because what's a modern... I mean, the only what's thing a, I can think of is like a How I Met Your Mother, a Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like those types of shows... Yeah. Big Bang Theory, I can see something like that. Yeah. That, was a, that was a big... Big Bang or big or, my, or uh, How I Met Your Mother are probably the two that come to mind for the 20 teens. But do we do you think we get another show type? I would say, I don't yeah, know. I good good point. With the way this one ends, yeah. who knows? But if if there is... I, yeah, be, if there is, I, I would think I would go with what you're... Yeah, because I mean, there is only there is still two whole episodes left, which yeah. means that we, we got to get something. Are these next two episodes going to be just all in the real world, not in the hex? I don't know. Yeah. So interesting. But, but anyway, it's mm-hmm. a different vibe now because she know now they know. Yeah. Now they know what they a little more what's going on. We'll get into the details here. So, again, based off Modern Family, whole documentary style. Um, so right away, the episode starts. Um, we see the hex start to glitch pretty mm-hmm. much at the very beginning. The kids are, are playing. <laughs> That's and, funny. With their controllers are like going it back in time. They go to GameCube controller. They go to game, whatever they have in their hand initially. And then it goes to GameCube. Then it goes to Atari. And then it goes to the Uno cards. Uno cards. So like, I don't know. Heck? I thought that, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, the milk cartons are changing when she's getting the milk out of the fridge. It's it's going from a bottle to a carton. It showed someone missing, but I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't and get it who was, it was. I think it was purposely uh, blurred, but it's the okay. milk carton had a missing kid on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the radio station is funny when she's in the kitchen making her cereal. Uh, the radio station is called WNDA, mm-hmm. which is funny. Obviously, it's Wanda, but all radio stations are like, you know, W, you know, KKI or whatever. Yeah. WNDA was not the wind. Huh? The w- wind? In Chicago, that was the radio station, wasn't it? WNDA, WNDA. Was it? Look that up. Let us know. Something like that. WNDA. Though. Anyway, so obviously it's wind. meant to be, you know, Wanda. And so the radio station, you can only hear the radio station. Um if you have the closed captioning on because it's on while she's in the kitchen and it's here and it's saying some, some interesting things. So, uh, it says so the, the radio DJ first says not a thing weighing heavily on your conscience, which is interesting. Uh, I hope your little ghosts arrived safe last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always such a treat to see those creepy kiddos out and about once a year. And then it says later on, we'll, we'll hear some tips on how to resist the temptation of all the leftover candy or just eat it all. Yeah. So kind of a, kind of a bit of foreshadowing to, yeah, I, this can mean a lot of things because the, the theory is that the kids aren't real, that the kids are actual like spirits of dead kids Mm -hmm. from maybe like kids that the witches killed or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But to say that, that it's uh, I hope your little ghosts arrive safe late at, late at night, I'm assuming that maybe implying that all the kids are n- not real. Uh, it's always such a treat to see them once a year, meaning they only come out on Halloween. And then the last one where it says tips on how to resist the temptation of eating leftover candy, implying that there, there are no kids around to eat the candy. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why would there be leftovers? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I thought that the whole thing with the radio was was kind of interesting. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like that I could said, be it could be nothing. Well, yeah, and it kind of 
foreshadows us, you know, as the show goes on and what we get at the right. end. And exactly. Who is behind it all. Yep. Because we do get some shots in this episode of the neighborhood again, and there are mm-hmm. no kids around again, just like, in, yep. you know, aside from the twins, there's no other kids there. And we only got kids for the Halloween. For special. the Halloween. Exactly right. Yeah. So. I don't know that little thing but on the radio seemed interesting to me and the fact that you can only hear it if you had the close captioning on yeah and i had when i watched because I, I rewatched the episode a second time when i got there i would i was just pausing it on every time the, mm-hmm. the radio dj would say something so i can see what the hell they were talking about and i'm like that's really weird like especially the leftover candy thing like there's no leftover candy for yeah. for halloween kids mm-hmm. eat it you know what i mean <laughs> so i thought that was interesting and then she's popping pills too right yeah so which we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, into yeah, yeah. The, the commercial in this one i think has is a is very telling all right so the kids bring up pietro they call him uncle p <laughs> <laughs> call uncle p uncle p <laughs> and right away wanda tells him not to believe anything that man says that he is not your uncle so i think that kind of means that she knew all along that he was an imposter and she was just kind of going with it i guess for the sake of the show maybe i don't know yeah I mean, I it, it's because obviously she even acknowledges, right? Like yeah. in the last episode, like, why do you look different? Mm-hmm. So do you think maybe then she already knew like, this isn't, this isn't my brother. She's trying to question it without making this seem obvious to him. Yeah. She knows. Right. Cause there's, again, she is trying to keep up this whole thing that is a TV show. And I guess she can't just be like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's what it was. But in this case, she's like, she, she doesn't care anymore. She's like having a psychotic episode. Um, so Wanda says something interesting too. She says that. Uh, I have when she's telling the kids when they're like, well, who is he? And then she says, I have no answers. I'm st- I feel like this right here was uh, talking to us, to, to the audience. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm starting to believe that everything is meaningless. I mean, you're welcome to draw your own conclusions, of course, but that's just where I'm at. Yeah. So all of like these little hints or whatever that we see uh, or try to like speculate on or just like she's saying all this stuff doesn't mean anything, but go ahead and you know, draw your own conclusion if you want to. So yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like that was to us. I don't know. Well, yeah, it <laughs> kind of goes back to what you said. Like they're the way it's been written is like they knew yeah. what we would be, what we would be thinking. Like they're in our minds, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And so I do feel like that was kind of meant for the audience because you yeah. know we kind of speculate on stuff. But yeah, like it does. Like I said, it feels like the show is being made in real time based off of the responses, which obviously that's not the case. Again, it's just a testament to how great the show is mm-hmm. being written. Um, so then Agnes rolls in, of course, and, uh, we get the very first hint of the fact that she is in fact a real witch, not just a regular person. Uh, she's taking to, she's talking to the kids saying, you know, she's going to take the kids to give Wanda some alone time. And she tells them, I promise I won't bite. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at the camera and she gives like this little nod yeah. to the camera. And then in her little interview, she says, I did bite a kid once, which again, <laughs> is just kind of playing at the fact that witches eat children. Right. <laughs> so again, that's a second thing. It's like we combine that with what the, the radio DJ was saying. It's kind of implying that these kids are not real and they're dead and mm-hmm. witches eat kids, you know, <laughs> like a Hansel and Gretel yeah. type of thing. And then she does say she has a mole on her back. Yeah, which, which is funny too. She, well, I don't know if they see it, but like the camera cuts away like when she's yeah, we, we, yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so for that, the, the theory or the theory i guess on witches has always been that moles on mm-hmm. witches are like devil marks or whatever and that's yeah. why all witches have some kind of massive mole on their face or somewhere on their body or mm. so uh so then the hitch the, the hitch the glitch the hex starts to glitch <laughs> it's, it's hard to say that <laughs> the hex starts to glitch even more and wanda tells uh, the interviewer uh that she's fine like i'm fine and she sounds like she's on the edge of like a straight psychotic breakdown which is not fun for someone that has you know world altering powers yeah. yeah it made me think of charles xavier in logan where mm. um where whenever he would have his like little episodes like everyone around him would pretty much almost die because he's so damn powerful and when you have that kind of power and you're mentally unstable like everything around you is at risk like literally physically at risk so i kind of made me think of that like oh man if she goes nuts like everything could just be obliterated <laughs> which happens in the comics by the way yep whenever she gets she goes crazy and she kills all the mutants yep in the house of m so <laughs> oh man that's crazy so unfortunately we do not get to see darcy and her two broke girls character <laughs> <laughs> but uh we do see her as part of the circus uh that's like just the rest of the sword agents and she's the escape artist um, that was funny it is a funny scene where she's in character she doesn't know uh she doesn't have any memory of of what's going on until vision snaps her out of it uh, but it's funny because she's treating Vision as if he's hitting on her. Yeah. And she's just like, excuse me, creeper. And then, and then Vision's like, we had a, we locked eyes. You know, we had a, and she's just like hard pass. She yeah. says. <laughs> that was funny. She's funny. 
and then he keeps pestering her and she's like fine i'll go out with you but i'm ordering the, the lobster, lobster. <laughs> that's funny uh, that was just funny <laughs> and then he finally snaps her out of it and she's like whoa what's going on here so that was kind of cool um kind of a letdown here we get uh jimmy and monica they go meet whoever they're supposed to meet and it's not who we were hoping yeah but it was i don't know because you said in one of the closed captions it said a her yeah in in the i think it was the episode before last so episode five and then yeah. in episode six she said my, my guy. guy yeah so is, is it still i don't know maybe we still haven't seen who's behind it because yeah. the person that we see is major goodner which i assume is someone that worked closely with um with Her monica's mom, mom yeah. maria rambo uh so yeah because she even says you know she's like thank you for being loyal to my mom and mm-hmm. she says your mom's not the only people we're loyal to or whatever so she may she because she seems to be some kind of military person doesn't mean that she's not an engineer but they're kind of implying that she is military personnel with sword not necessarily an engineer but she could be and they just didn't go into her backstory of who this uh, major goodner is yeah they just like skipped over exactly yeah. so i don't know if that's i, I kind of wanted something to be there even if it's not like here's fantastic four here's reed richards like you yeah. know, it doesn't have to be that but it just i kind of felt like okay who's this person you know what yeah. I mean? Well, and there's a theory that they're all scrolls. That, yes. that little fraction. They could be too. Also, the other lady, going back to the whole scroll thing, um, the lady that's with the director. What's her name? What's his name? Director. Director douchebag. I forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. There's a scene in the almost towards the beginning where he, is, where the the his like right hand person. It's it's this this lady. She's like a little bit of an older lady. She was saying something about how we're lucky that she pumped the brakes or something like that. And the director's like, yeah, I'm, I feel so lucky. Mm. And she gives him this weird side look. And when she looks away, her eyes do this crazy weird thing where it also, it, it looks almost like her face was in reverse. Like if you go back and look at it, it's weird. So another thing is like, maybe this person is also like a shapeshifter. Like she's also a scroll. Mm. So I don't know. I didn't notice that. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I had someone, someone had to point that out online and I went back to look at it and it's very obvious. It's like, oh my gosh, she, her face does this weird thing when she looks away. It's strange. Um, which we are, I mean, we're going to get scrolls because I mean, we're number one, we already have them in the MCU, yeah. but we have the secret invasion show coming. So there's going to be some tie-ins, I think, with that. Um, <clears throat> so I think the most interesting part of the of the whole episode, aside from the reveal with Agnes at the end, is the commercial. So the commercial is uh, a modern antidepressant uh, pharmaceutical ad that we typically would see in, in today, right? Like even yeah. like today, like this is stuff that just happens all the time. And it's called Nexus Antidepressant. And the the little tagline, it says a unique antidepressant that works to anchor you back to your reality or the reality of your choice. So I don't know, what did you, what did you think of that? Very interesting. Because I mean, the Nexus in the um, comics are these beans that are... Yeah. <clears throat> so there's two things that the Nexus can refer to. So it's either the Nexus of all realities or Nexus beings, which are kind of the same thing. Yeah. So Nexus of our realities, I'll just read what it actually is here. It is a cross-dimensional gateway, which provides a pathway to any and all possible realities, which include realities between realities, which is bananas. That's like some Inception type shit, but with the multiverse, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's what the Nexus is. So it's kind of like a place where all realities, all multiverses kind of, come together right and in the comics it's no one knows if someone created the nexus or if it's just the natural place where all realities happen to intersect right just kind of like on on a road or whatever um so there's that and then we also have uh nexus beings which nexus beings are it's kind of similar in the way where the, the it's a it's a character it's a person or an entity that remains constant throughout all of the different realities. So like uh, Nexus beings, there's only a handful of them. So two of them are Scarlet Witch and Vision. Jean Grey is one Jean Grey, uh, uh, Franklin Richards, which is Reed Richards and Sue Storm's son. Mm -hmm. He's crazy powerful. Um, King the Conqueror, which we are are getting King the Conqueror in, uh, I think that's the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we're getting, what what is it? Quantumania, it's called. So he's the villain there. So we already are going to have some Nexus beings in the MCU. We already have Wanda and Vision, and then we're going to have King the Conqueror. Eventually, we're going to get Jean Grey whenever we get X-Men in here. But those are some of the Nexus beings, meaning whenever they cross into another reality, they are still the same version of themselves. They don't change. And Nexus beings are heavily monitored because of this. And they're monitored by the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, which is the The agency that we're getting in Loki. 
So there's more tie-ins to the, to the whole Nexus thing there. So hmm. that whole that whole episode that whole commercial mm-hmm. with being called Nexus, I think is, is a, it's an obvious like, yo, this is what we're doing because we already have TVA Time Variance Authority coming with Loki. Um, we have the fact that we have all this multiverse stuff going on. So the whole Nexus reality thing is it just makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That's really it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. It's it's so exciting because you can go in so many different directions oh, yeah. with that. You know. I mean, we already know we're getting multiverse stuff with the next Doctor Strange, with the next Spider-Man. I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff going. So, and I'm excited for Loki too. I want to know what the whole, oh, yeah. the whole TVA thing and where he's going to go. I just, I'm really excited for that. It's going to be dope. So, I don't know. Do you think that makes sense? Yeah. Am I onto something here? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just, how is it going to be done? Yeah. yeah. That, I, that's the question. If I, it's anything like this, it's going to be done really well. <laughs> oh yeah. This, this, I mean, it's TGI Fridays for me, dude. Yeah, I got up yeah. an hour earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you thought it was going to be longer because yeah. there was an article that came out that said the last three episodes are going to be an hour plus because I guess there's a before the show came out, they had said how many hours total yeah. the runtime was going to be. And they said it was like nine hours total, but every episode has been short. Right. So they're like, OK, maybe the last three episodes are really long. I'm like, these last two episodes better be a damn movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they better be two and a half hours each. <laughs> and they did crash Disney Plus on early Friday morning. Yeah, which is crazy. For like I, an you, hour, people you, couldn't get on. Yeah. So I guess everyone, this is the thing too. It's like people, some people watch it right away. Like you, yeah. weirdos like you. <laughs> I don't want it spoiled, man. I got to go to work and hear <laughs> yeah. people talking about it. And, you know, yeah, I don't feel like yeah. stabbing. No, I, I get it. Especially there's a lot of people that, that write about this stuff. Yeah. Obviously they're watching it like as soon as it drops. So oh, they yeah. have time to analyze and all that. So I didn't you, watch it until Friday night. So. Yeah, as soon as you go to YouTube, you see all the thumbnails. And yeah, I'm just like, some of you YouTubers got to chill with your thumbnails because sometimes they're kind of spoilery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> so, like, yep. Chill out, man. Because <laughs> I've had that happen where I see a thumbnail and I haven't seen the episode yet. And I'm like, God damn it, what does that mean? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Why did, it, why did you put that up there? And for the most part, they don't spoil anything, but they do. No, kinda, but the like, thumbnails kind of give you like, like, like come on, man, I didn't want to see anything. <laughs> so you just have to stay off the internet. Yeah, I, like I got to hurry home and watch it now. Uh, anyway, but yeah, uh, so we get the kids at Agnes's house and uh, Billy's talking about how he likes it there because it's quiet, mm-hmm. which is interesting because earlier he was talking, he was telling his mom that he did, that he has a lot of noise in his head and he doesn't like it. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if he is because obviously he has the same powers as his mom, which means he can read minds and does a bunch of other crazy stuff. And so is he hearing the thoughts of the people in the town or is he hearing the thoughts of Wanda herself? Mm. Or maybe he just doesn't know how to figure him out right just like charles xavier when he was a kid yeah he thought he was going crazy because he's hearing voice literal voices in his head and then later he's like oh wait these are not my voices these are other people's voices and i'm hearing them and yeah. he learns to control it after that yeah, so it's kind of similar he's like what, what am i hearing but then he turns to agnes and says you're quiet yeah so he's in so this tells me number one that her house is not being like affected by the hex like everything else so inside the house is quiet and then he tells her that she's quiet on the inside. So maybe she's too powerful for him to read mm. is probably what I'm thinking. But I, I don't know. It could be the house too. The whole thing is like maybe some kind of shield. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but then Agnes's uh, house seems to be, uh, we get later in what's going on in her basement. Yeah. So I think it's something <laughs> going, going on with the house in itself too, right? It's kind of crazy. Uh, we get the rabbit again, Senor Scratchy. Uh, I do have a theory about Senor Scratchy that I'll talk about towards the end. Okay. But it's something that I mentioned before, but I think it's getting even even more so. Uh, then we get back to Monica and Jimmy. They're trying to get into the hex with this space rover thing, right? Yeah. Which looks really cool. Um, however, it does not work. Nope. <laughs> they try to roll through the hex, and it's just not going. It's not happening. And I like how it spits it back out, and it's like half like a '90s minivan, <laughs> and, the, and the other half is still the space rover. It looks funny. It's got the wood paneling on. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been funnier if they turned it into like a PT cruiser with the wood panel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little Geo or Neo. Was it the Geos? What? Oh, the Neo Geos? Was it Neo Geos? The cars? The Geo? The little storm? Yeah. Remember Geo Storm? Remember, yeah. remember little trackers? Yeah. A little tracker. That would have been nice. <laughs> trackers. Hmm. Can't believe people drove those things. They like blow away in the wind. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so then she just decides to kind of go in for herself. She's just like, you know what? I don't know what triggered her to do that. There was just like a thing where she's like, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run in here. I think she has an admiration for one and she wants to help her. That's you, what you think that's what that it was? was? Yeah. So so she goes through and she makes it through and she starts going through all this transformation and she we, we kind of see her get her powers, right? Yeah. Where she's going through again. And um we see like all of her realities, mm-hmm. like all four of them. 
right? Like um, you see her when she's in the seventies, you see her current days and like, she's kind of going through, I thought that was kind of cool. And she hears a bunch of voices. She hears her mom. She hears Carol Danvers. She hears a, uh, like her younger self as Nick well. Fury. Yeah. Nick Fury's in there as well. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be turning into either photon or spectrum because she goes by both in the comics. Well, I think her suit resembled photons colors. Yeah. More. Right. And then, and then you go and when she comes out though, she can see the, all the lights, yeah. which kind of tells me that she's going to be spectrum because she can see like all the lights on the power grid and all the other stuff. So she's going to be one of the two, either Photon or Spectrum. I don't know who's going to. Yeah. And I got to apologize to my barber because I was, I kept calling her. I don't know why Proton. <laughs> Proton. Proton. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know why Proton was in my mind. I guess. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm leaning more towards Spectrum because she can, when she gets through the heck, she can see all of the different rays of light uh, in the air and also like on the power lines and things like that. So it could be that, but her outfit does mm-hmm. match something different. So I don't know. Um, what happens after that? Oh, we get uh, Darcy filling in uh, vision on everything that's going on. He's like his little backstory with the, with the whole infinity saga. And it's kind of funny how he's just kind of like, so what happened? <laughs> so I used to be Jarvis. I used to be Jarvis. That was good. And then I got my body from Ultron cause he tried to take over the world. <laughs> and so it's just kind of, he got his whole little history filled in uh, and just pretty much telling him like, yeah, well, you know, she killed you. And then Thanos brought you back and killed you again. again. So you died twice. (laughs) You died twice. And we don't know what the hell you are right now. Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) Because clearly you still have power somehow. Yeah. You still have a mind stone in your head. So like, I don't understand what's going on with Vision. So isn't that funny? We're almost done with the show and we still don't know how Vision's alive. Yeah. (laughs) Because that was one of the first questions we had is like, why is Vision here? So I don't know. Uh, So Monica goes and confronts Wanda at her house. She's immediately goes into violent rage mode as soon as she sees her pretty much. Uses her powers holding her up in the air all of her uh neighbors are there just watching like mm-hmm. like what's going on you see every you see the mailman who's not a mailman now now he's a, a delivery guy for some service got a rabbit on his hat and he's just they're all just there watching dotties out there. everyone's just there no kids around obviously <laughs> uh and yeah so i don't know what did you think of that her just going straight into like rage mode um yeah that's well i'll talk about it once we get to towards the end about yeah. what i think about her okay um, but then we get to see some of her, use some, some of her powers too, right? So Wanda tries to like slam her, mm-hmm. slam Monica down to the ground and she does some sweet, uh, superhero landings, landings yeah. and her eyes are glowing. So I, I don't know, I don't know what her powers are going to be yet in the show, but she seems to have like been able to stop herself from hitting the ground violently. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Pretty cool. And what else we got? Oh, then of course Agnes comes in and mm-hmm. tries to save her, right? Yeah. Cause she's watching. She's through watching the through the window. And that, that was interesting too. She kind of comes out right away. You saw the smirk on her face. She's mm-hmm. like, Hmm, let me go out there and handle this. Yeah. She goes and takes Wanda into her house and into Wanda into Agnes's house, which she could have easily just took her back into her own house, but she doesn't. So I feel like all that's on purpose. Yep. Takes her into the house. She's like, where the hell are my kids? Cause she sees the sandwiches and yo Gabba Gabba's on <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why they're yo watching. Gabba Gabba. And she's like, where are the kids? And then Agnes is like, Oh, you know, probably in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> She goes down to this basement. It's a freaking dungeon, which is crazy. Uh, and then we see the aspect ratio change from full screen to widescreen. Yeah, she's which, walking into the- Which is telling you that you are now leaving the hex and you're in the real world now, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of an interesting way that they show that. Oh, yeah, because like, they did that in the beginning. Yeah. That's how we started getting that. And that's that was our first clue of right. what was real. What's what real was, and what's, what's, what's real fake. and what's the TV lander. Yeah. And so she gets down there and then boom, we get the reveal that Agnes is in fact, Agatha Harkness, which we've, everyone's been saying for like ever. But yeah. if, again, the fact that we still knew that that was a big possibility, uh, the fact that it, you see it happen yeah. and it's just like, yeah, it was like, I don't know. I, I was really excited when that happened. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about. Like that reveal, yeah. the way that they did it, like with the, her own little intro, yeah, her own little show. Intro. Oh my God. The little song afterwards. Yes. And she sang that song. The actress, she, yeah, the actual the the woman part singing is her, and that's so great. Yeah, and then we do find out that she did call, uh, kill the dog. Yeah, right. Which we also <laughs> said that because in the comics she doesn't kill the dog. But he dies from eating. Her he dies from eating her plants. So again, that makes total sense. She's like, oh, and I killed Sparky too. It's just funny. <laughs> and that goes to the whole thing, like them talking to us. Yeah, exactly. breaking the fourth walls right. pretty, in the name of the episode. Exactly. And it's just great. I think the song is kind of like a reference to like the monsters. Yep. So it's just, it was just so nice. It was well done. The very beginning too, where you see her float in Mm -hmm. and all you see is like her boots and her dress and it's all like black and purple, which is what exactly what she looks like in the comics. Um, So that was really cool. But the thing that the thing about that 
is if you listen to this to the song too you know she says like you know who's been pulling all the evil strings i still don't think that it's agnes that makes this world it's still wanda that created mm -hmm. it um but it was agnes that showed up to exploit it and take yeah. advantage of it yep. uh, for her own reasons because um, even in the, in the beginning of the show where we show we show the the little intro and you see the modern family thing it even says created by wanda maximoff which is funny because you know yep. shows always say whoever the creator is in this way it said wanda maximoff which, but i don't think that it's still her doing this it's just her influencing it and using her own magic to push wanda in a certain direction yeah because i don't uh, in the comics she mentored she yeah it's, it's, Wanda. yeah in the comic she's not she's never she's not necessarily a bad person she's not a villain she's her mentor she's kind of a gray character because mm -hmm. she's not bad she's not necessarily good she is a witch and so and so yeah i mean it's just it, it, she seems to be more evil here in this particular yeah. version of her but uh it's not necessarily the case in the comic she's kind of like like you said she's her mentor and she's not always a villain so i don't know it's it's kind of they can kind of go either way with it, but so this is here's what's interesting. So she's going onto the dungeon. She reveals herself. She, she sees this book, mm -hmm. right? Which I'm not sure what the book is. People have speculated what the book is, but what's interesting about the book is that it's glowing red when we see it, right? Wanda's power obviously is red, um, and Agnes's is not. Agatha hers is purple, so it's a, it's different. So it seems like her goal was to drain wanda of her power to get inside of whatever this book is because mm -hmm. i think the book seems like it's locked yeah like you can't get into it and if you look at all the past episodes someone someone had to point this out to me uh, when i saw it online that every time wanda says previously on wandavision her voice gets lower and lower every single episode as if her energy is literally being drained through yeah. the episodes I've never seen it. Yeah. And then you saw it. And then the last one was the worst, but she was like, previously on WandaVision, it's like really her voice is really low and it's not, she's not as excited. And maybe that's why everything's glitching. Exactly. So she, I think she's, everything's glitching because number one, the hex was expanded. So now it's harder for her to control it. And she's being drained at the same time. Mm -hmm. That also goes back to the commercial from last week with the shark when he was saying mm -hmm. snacked on your magic, meaning that he is, that that entity is eating Wanda's magic and slowly draining her. So I think that that's what her goal is, is that she is trying to drain Wanda to open up whatever the hell this book is, which could still lead to maybe her freeing Mephisto. Maybe she still serves him and she's trying to get him out of this book or she needs the book to bring him back out or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Yeah. I mean, well, how, how does, how do the kids come though? That's well, and I don't know because again, well, number one, the kids are also missing. So, yeah. did she eat them? I don't know. <laughs> that's the first thing my brother texted me. He's like, did she eat the kids? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she might have ate the kids, to be honest. Well, yeah, just, yeah. So, I, I mean, they're they're not there. Um, we already know too from the comics that the kids are not real. The kids are. Uh, whenever Wanda stops thinking about the kids, they disappear because they're mm -hmm. not actually real. They're uh, they're shards of Mephisto's soul. So they're kind of like these magical entities and they're not necessarily real. And so that could be going on there, which again ties into the whole Mephisto thing. Who, who the hell knows? But uh, I, I don't know, man. I definitely something with that book with her, with, I think it's more of just her draining Wanda to get into this book to do whatever she, her plan is. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But that, that's my whole thing is that I think she just gets, she's, it was opportunistic. Like, Oh, this person made some reality yeah. to get in here and try to use that to my advantage and try to open up this, you know, this thing or whatever. Yeah. Cause she could have been around during the five years yeah. of the blip. And then when she realized that Wanda was back and yeah. she saw what she did or, or who knows, maybe her and, um, the, uh, the guy from the, the, she, or sword is uh Hayward. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's so maybe Hayward. she's working with Hayward could cause be. he's kind of I feel shady like, as I feel, well. But I feel like he's too dumb for any of that. Honestly, <laughs> I just, I just do. I just feel like he's just like this doofus, like dumb villain guy. Like that's doesn't, I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, be but wrong. he was doing something with, with vision's, vision's body. body. Yeah, he so. looks like he was trying to reanimate him or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, I am again, this is, it can go either way. And then we get a post credit scene, which is, which we've never had before. Well, that's, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Do you think senior scratchy is Pedro? Yes. Okay. That was my whole thing. So I think that the, the bunny is her son mm -hmm. which i mentioned like a yep. long time ago that hers that it's i think that was when we covered episode two because that's when we first get singer scratchy yeah that the bunny is her familiar which is like a animal that's kind of like a, a companion or whatever mm -hmm. and that it is her son nicholas scratch and nicholas scratch is the one that's portraying uh pietro 
You know what I mean? So who the hell's Ralph? Well, that's the Ralph could be whoever she's trying to free from that book. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be that. So I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's up in the air. There's a lot going on there, but I think that Pietro is the bunny is Senor Scratchy. And it's actually her son, Nicholas Scratch, just kind of with the shroud over. And, but then why do we get Quicksilver? Well, that's, that's the thing too. Back to the whole (laughs) Nexus thing is that maybe she knows that she can pluck that. Maybe she plucked him from another universe where it is her actual brother. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, look like this guy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's what it is. Cause that's the only, that's the other big question is why does he still look like X-Men Quicksilver? That's not, that's not an accident. Right. (laughs) Like, so I don't know, but that's everything I got from it. I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see what happens, but well, my, my whole feeling is, because th- they've already told us, at least from the actors, that the ending is going to be sad. We're oh. going to have a sad ending. Oh, that's not good. So I don't want to be sad. I think she finds out that Agnes e- either ate the kids yeah. or killed them somehow. Uh-huh. And Vision is going to die again. And that's yeah. going to just throw her into a total rage. I think the, the whole sadness part that you're talking about, if that's, if that's the case, that the way she's going to defeat her is by agreeing that like, yeah, I lost all this and I'm okay with it. And then she's going to have to give up vision again. Mm-hmm. So it's similar to what you just said, where she's going to willingly say, this isn't real. My kids aren't real. Vision isn't real. And that's how she defeats the Agnes. Mm-hmm. If, if in fact, Agnes is one of the villains here. So yeah, I mean, it seems like, yes, she is, but yeah, I think there's still a lot more to go, but yeah. And I think she will be the villain, at least in the yeah Dr. Strange movie. Oh yeah. I think so too. So so yeah, so that's it. More to come next week. We'll see what happens with the with that. Uh, two more episodes to go. Well, I mean, there's still the missing Woo! person. Still the missing person. Who's looking for? Which could be Ralph. Which could be Ralph. Maybe he's trapped in that book. Yeah. I don't know. Right? Yeah. And but. then we still have the the <laughs> high level cameo. Yeah. Which we still haven't seen. Which is probably going to be the very last episode, I would assume. Yep. Just like just like Luke when he showed up. Yep. So. All right. Well, we're going to have that next week again. Uh, what did you say? You said you had something for? Mm. Oh, what you've been watching this week? Um, so you we talked about G4 TV coming back. Oh yeah, a while, ago. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like it's just, it's going to be on YouTube. Oh, so each TV show is going to have its own channel. That makes Attack sense. of the show has its own. That makes a lot of channel. Sense. Uh, what's it? X Play. Yep, X Play. Yep. yep. So I think Kevin Pereira is going to be back for Attack of the Show. Adam Sessler will be back for X Play. Yeah. And I'm not sure what other shows are coming out with, but it looks like they're starting to launch that little by little. Very cool. Okay, so that's exciting. Did, yeah. did any of them already launch? The channels are launched. Yeah, but is there anything on them yet? They're just like little okay. shows that they're doing, like talking about it and stuff like that for now. Got I don't it. know when like actual content will be. Got it. Okay, will be coming out. Um, saw a couple of trailers. Did you know Punky Brewster's coming back? No, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> Peacock, <laughs> like a remake. Yeah, like a oh, a wow. reboot or whatever you want okay. to call it. Interesting. Um, there was another show that I saw a trailer for. Kevin can fuck himself. Okay, coming out on AMC. What's that about? It's uh, about a uh, TV mom that like goes between reality and TV, kind of like WandaVision. Okay. But what I what I found interesting about it was it's a um it's kind of a play on. Remember Kevin James had that TV show Kevin yeah. Can Wait. Yeah. Where they killed the wife off. Oh yeah yeah that's right yeah. So I think it's kind of I don't know if it's playing into that but they made mention of that like because she wants to kill the husband in this show. Interesting and it's on AMC. Yeah it'll be on AMC. That's really interesting. yeah. If you watch the trailer check it out it's pretty funny. Wow, that's awesome. all right. Look out for that. What about you, Dad? You got anything new? Nothing much. Nothing much this week. Just finished watching Your Honor. That's about it. Yeah, I have. I, I still have to finish that too. Did it end well? I heard that it ended pretty crazy. It was all right. Pretty good. Yeah? yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, it, yeah, it ended pretty good. I still have to. I still have to finish because that's not. That's not going anywhere. That's just a, a one and done miniseries for yeah. Your Honor. So well, I don't know. I mean, they're talking about a season two possibly, but I don't know. If, oh, I don't okay. know where they're gonna go with that, but all right. we'll see. Um, nothing for me either. I mean, aside from uh, WandaVision, I started playing Miles Morales finally because I did finish the, nice. the, mm. the, the the original Spider-Man game and I wanted to play that first. Miles Morales game is a lot of fun. Number one, it looks a lot better because it was made for yeah. PS5. Uh, the story is really cool. It's, uh, even though the game is going to be really short, I've already been playing it for a little bit and I'm like 35% done with it already. Yeah. So it's okay. a very short little thing. But it's been a ton of fun. So I've been having a great time with that. Other than that, that's it. It's been pretty chill. Uh, my vacation is coming week, so I'll probably oh, be... Sweet. Oh, sweet. Nice. nice. Yeah. Ha- happy early birthday as well. Yeah, it's actually for my birthday too. So. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I told, I told my... I have a new boss at work, and I was like, hey, um, I know it's late, but I normally take a couple of days off for my birthday. 
And she's like, just take the week. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, tell me twice. So I have, I have so much vacation time. Like, thank you. Let me burn some of this up. So we can do it. Just chill. Yeah, probably. I'm going to yeah. work on Monday, like half a day because I have to do reporting and stuff. But other than that, I'm just going to take the rest of the week off and just hang out. Cool. So play some Vigi games. I got some new games coming from if I ever get my mail. I haven't been getting mail. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> it's conspiracy theory time, but I haven't gotten any mail in a while. Any plans for the birthday? Uh, not nothing really. Probably just go out to dinner with my family. Something real low key. Okay. But yeah, but it is my birthday coming up. Chill. Getting old. Getting old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's it. Is that the show? Yep. That's the show. That that's is the show. show. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We, uh, we're going to have some WandaVision stuff, of course, next week. I mean, these episodes are getting better and better. So please tune in for that. Uh, hopefully we didn't spoil anything for anyone. So by this, by the, now yeah. they should be watching. Hopefully my spoiler warnings do help if you haven't and yeah. you can skip ahead at least. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so tune in next week. We'll have some more. Uh, thanks for joining. Be safe, stay warm, and we'll see you next week. Wow, I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag.